Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. Okay, so there was a question that was brought up in the Single Mom Healing community uh, about a week ago, and I thought it was a super interesting question, and I wanted to make a podcast episode about it. So the question was, how? what is your relationship with your ex's girlfriend or wife? Like, how do you interact with her? What, and she basically was asking the question, I think, to just get some ideas on how other people react and what their response is to their ex's girlfriend. So I can speak on this. Um, so, OK, I was a single mom for seven years. I'm no longer a single mom anymore. Um, but I think that there is a spectrum of ways that you interact possibilities of ways that you can interact with your ex's girlfriend. And let me tell you, I've been pretty much on every side of this spectrum. And I think a lot of it has to do with where are you at in your healing journey? And also, what is the other woman like? Like how, what type of human is she? How does she treat you? Is she you know, does she, is she respectful? Is she, you know, is she treat your kids right? All of these things. Um, but I, I definitely think there's a spectrum. And wherever you are right now, um, I think it's okay, right? Like the only thing that I would probably tell you is this. If you are reacting to your ex's girlfriend or wife or whatever, in a way that's maybe causing your children more stress and anxiety than you'd want them to experience or, you know, whatever, then you may want to reconsider how you're interacting with her. Because what you don't want is to cause any extra stress or anxiety on your kids. Now, I think that, and especially depending on how old your kids are, it's, it's going to be awkward for them. Like my oldest daughter, she would always kind of feel awkward just because, you know, the situation isn't super normal, right? But if there's things that you're doing that are adding to the anxiousness, nervousness, stress of your children, okay, then maybe you need to rethink how you're handling the situation and the person because you're the adult and you can handle adult issues and adult emotions much better than your kids. And you should shield them and protect them from adult feelings and issues. All right. So that's, that's what I'm, that's the, the overall thing that I'm going to say, but let's talk about this little spectrum here. So there's one end of the spectrum. This is the not so good end. This typically, I remember being here in the beginning. Um, and I didn't acknowledge my ex's girlfriend. Like, honestly, it was taking the high road for me to not, like, tell her about herself in public and fight her. Like, I mean, I, I wanted to just fight the girl every time I thought about her. And I'm not a fighter. But, I mean, I had so much anger. I felt so much disrespect. I feel like she was malicious and intentionally disrespectful towards me um, and lacked integrity that like uh, the best I could do was was avoid her so I didn't like cause a scene and fight her. (laughs) I mean, 
And that's just the truth. And it was a horrible time. Not only was I super anxious and stressed about her, my kids were too. Like they felt and fed off my energy. So the best thing that I could do for my kids was completely avoid her. Um, And it was progress for me to not give dirty looks, to not talk about her loudly so she could hear like if we were at basketball games and things like that, and to not confront her and like want to fight her. So now I remember being at basketball games and I I knew it was awkward because their dad would be there with this woman. I knew I, I couldn't even stand to look at this girl. I, I just, ugh. And so I would sit on the opposite end of the bleachers with my parents or something or by myself. And depending on whose night it was, my younger kids would either show up with their dad or show up with me. And I would feel so anxious. Like, who are the kids going to sit with? Oh, my gosh. Like, is, are they going to make it even? Like, what should we do? And then I also felt this pressure from, like, other parents who were friends with both of us. They kind of knew what was going on. And, like, I I wish that it wasn't what it was because I knew that they probably felt awkward as well. And And so, like, people's opinions and thoughts and you know, what are they thinking? That really caused stress for me as well. I mean, oh man, it was just a really difficult time. But the high road for me was not confronting this woman, was not engaging with her, was not beating her ass. Like, and I'm not like that. Okay. But like, I was being pushed there. Um, And so I avoided. And even though that even felt awkward, in that season of my life, that's the best I had. And I couldn't worry about what other people thought, what they expected, if they were uncomfortable. The only thing that I could focus on was keeping myself as level as possible for the sake of my kids. And anyone else, I had to be like, Andrea, they don't matter. It doesn't matter. You're doing the best that you can. This is what it is, you know? Um, And so I've been on that end of the spectrum, right? And then I've also been in the place where uh, other girlfriends have come into the picture and I could be civil, right? Like, hello, how are you? But that was it. Like the boundary was up. I could acknowledge them, but I'm not sitting next to you at an event for the kids. I'm not really conversating with you or him or her. Like I'm going to smile, say hello and keep it moving. And that was it, because that's the best I could do at that time, you know. Um, And again, these two reactions were really in stage one and two of healing. So it was in the first two years for me of really interacting with these women this way. It was the best I could do. And I think I had I, I just kept focusing on the fact that I wanted to just protect my kids as much as I could from this adult nonsense because it was nonsense. And if it was causing me stress and anxiety, I know that they felt that. Of course they felt that. Kids are so in tune with us, right? Like they probably felt, who do I sit with? Who do I acknowledge? Should I, you know, hug the girlfriend? Should I not? Like, I don't want my mom to be upset. I don't want my dad to be upset. Like, There's so much on our kids' shoulders when they're dealing with this, even from such a young age, that I knew I had to do my best to protect them from 
this, you know, as best as I could. And there were some days I didn't do a good job. There were some days I just got triggered and it, it, it didn't go well. My kids were stressed and crying. I was stressed and crying. I mean, it just, but this is part of it, right? Like, it's just part of it. And sometimes single mom healing and going through this whole process is messy. It is emotional. You're going to say and do things that you're not proud of. But then you have to bounce back from that. And you have to get back to who you are and your integrity and your character as a person. So you don't let other people dictate who you are and who you become, right? I remember once, and this was very early on, there was one girl who... um I knew he had been dating and I knew she was going to be coming around the kids soon, but I didn't know when. And I felt super anxious and nervous about it. And he's telling me, oh, I'm not going to bring the kids around. But like, I knew he was, I could sense it. And so I decided, okay, instead of sitting here and waiting for the unknown to happen and being blindsided and being completely powerless, I'm going to flip this. And I'm going to take the first step. I'm going to put some control back into my hands. And so I reached out to the girl on Facebook and I sent her a message. I was like, hey, hello, my name's Andrea. I know you and -and so-and-so are together. um, And I know that you're going to be around my kids soon. So I wanted to introduce myself and find out a little more about you. Would you grab some coffee with me? And I literally sent that message. And she said yes. Um. And so we went for coffee one day and it was a quick 15 minute coffee and it felt very, very awkward. But in that moment, sending that Facebook message, being the first person to take that first step, I needed to do that because what it did was it gave me some power. It gave me some control. The inevitable was going to happen. My kids were going to be around this woman sooner or later. And the only thing I could control is not being blindsided by it. So I took that first step and I decided to send that Facebook message and introduce myself and ask her some questions about herself. And that actually gave me, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was so nervous going there. Oh my gosh, my neck was so red and blotchy, my face was. But it gave me some relief in my anxiety in the unknown. Because I took the first step and I took the power back in a situation where I didn't really have much control over. So I've had that experience. And sometimes when I work with my clients in the single mom healing method, I I suggest that. Like, hey, if you waiting on this woman coming around your kids is causing you so much stress and so much anxiety because you know that you can't trust what your ex says. He's going to do what he wants to do regardless of what he tells you, you know? And so you're waiting around hoping that something doesn't happen, but deep down knowing that it will, and it causes you so much anxiety, so much nervousness. Why not take that first step yourself? Why not say, you know what? I know this is inevitable, so I'm going to take some control back. I'm going to introduce myself first. I'm going to ask some questions here. Because these are my kids and I need to know a little bit about you because you're going to be around them. So that is one thing that I remember doing that gave me some feelings of control in a situation that I didn't have much control in. Um, So yeah, so that's that's always a suggestion as well. Um, 
And so that's kind of like those early stages of the spectrum that I was on in the first maybe one to two years with a couple girlfriends. Um, And then as you start to heal yourself and as you get more comfortable in the situation of co-parenting and knowing that there's going to be other women around your kids, it starts to become easier because it is hard at first. Listen, like that is one of the reasons women stay way too long in relationships and try way too hard because they don't want to share their children. You don't want to share your time. You don't want your kids being around other women who are playing mom. Like just it's, it's one of the really tough parts of this single mom healing journey. But the more that you heal and the more times that you kind of go through it, the easier it gets. And what I came to realize is this. I am secure enough in my love for my children and in my role in their life that I know that there can be other people who come into my kids' lives and my kids can love them, but that doesn't mean that they're taking love from me. Like if they love their dad's girlfriend or if they love their stepmom, that doesn't mean that they love me less. I mean, it's kind of like if you have more than one child. Just because you end up having another child doesn't mean you love your firstborn any less. No, like people have the ability to love without taking that feeling from someone else. So I really had to do some inner work on remembering and being confident in who I was in my role in my kids' lives. And that other people, other women will come into their lives and they will love them. They will have relationships with them. They will enjoy being around them. But that does not mean that they love them more than me. It doesn't. And when you can become secure in that, when you can become confident in that, not only is that a gift that you give yourself, but it's a gift that you give your children as well. Because they feel that energy energy, and they feel safe enough to be okay to have other relationships with people who are a part of their lives, knowing that it's not going to hurt you. They don't have to hide it. You know, if they love going over and being around her because she's fun and takes them shopping or she does things, they can love that and they don't have to hide that from you. It's okay. It doesn't mean that they want her to be their mom or they love you less. Actually, you want someone in your kids' lives who love your kids, who treat them right, who they're comfortable with, who they, you know, know that that person has a genuine heart, open heart for your kids. That's what you actually want in this situation. I mean, it's not what you want. You wanted to never be in the situation, but we're in this situation. So being in this situation, that's what you want. Because the alternative to that is someone whose heart genuinely does not care for your children. And that's an awful situation to be in. You would never want your child to be in that situation where they're not treated fairly or, you know, that person, they, they don't, you know, like that person or whatever. 
So you want that, right? And so this gift that you give yourself with knowing and being confident in your role as a mom and knowing that your kids can have this relationship with other women and it doesn't replace you, you're going to make your children's lives so much easier. And probably you they're going to feed off your energy and it'll make it easier for them when they're with their dad and his girlfriend. Now, if this is like the first or second girlfriend, your kids might not be comfortable with it. They don't want to be around it. That's normal. That's not a reflection of the girl. or your, I mean, that's just changes for your kids too. But your energy, your genuine energy deep down will help your kids handle a situation that they don't have a choice in. That's why this is so important to figure this out. Now, remember, I told you, I've been on that bad end of the spectrum where the best I could do was not like fight the woman in public. Like you're lucky that's not happening. So I haven't always got this right. I think if you'd ask most women who have been a single mom for years, kind of gone through the stages of healing and they reflect back, they've probably been in all different areas of the spectrum as well. So don't beat yourself up. Give yourself some grace. If you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm on that bad end of the spectrum, Andrea. It's okay. It's normal. But when you know better, you do better and you got to strive to do better. And now fast forward, um, my girl's a stepmom. I love her because I know she loves my kids. And there's a respect, like I respect her. And she, she shows respect back to me. And my kids don't have to hide the fact that they think she makes better meals than I do sometimes, right? Like they think she makes better uh, chicken pasta so much better than me. Oh my gosh, you should just stop making this because um, Amanda makes it so much better. Amanda's their stepmom. And that doesn't hurt me and they can say that. And I'm like, then go to your dad's and Amanda's and eat dinner then. Jeez. You know, it's okay. You are okay because you're confident in who you are. And even if you're in that really tough end of the spectrum right now, it's okay. That's normal. But you need to make sure that you are not doing anything to add to the stress and anxiety of your children. You're not giving them these adult issues and feelings to deal with. You are big enough, mature enough, and grown enough to shield them from that. And if that means you have to pull yourself back and rein yourself in from giving the dirty looks and making the comments or whatever, then you need to do that for the sake of your kids. But if the best you can do is avoid the person because you want, like, you're not, you know, okay, do that. But make sure that you're doing everything you can to protect your kids and know that better days are coming. Know that this isn't always going to be so anxiety provoking, so awful to deal with. It gets easier. So that that's kind of where, that's kind of the spectrum. And, you know, you can be wherever you want to be. Maybe you're like right now at that point where you don't feel like you have any control. You don't know what to do. It's causing you so much anxiety. And you're like, you know, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Then maybe you want to take that first step. Maybe you want to take some power back and send that message on Facebook or text and say, hey, um, my name's so-and-so. I know you're dating so-and-so. I'm sure you'll be around the kids soon. I wanted to introduce myself and I'd, I'd love to know a little bit more about you. 
Maybe going to coffee is doing too much, but maybe you send the Facebook message and just ask some questions. You can change at any point. So if you don't like how you're interacting with the ex right now or with the your ex's girlfriend right now and you want to change that, you can change that. You can do that at any point in time. And just continue to give yourself grace. But above all, if you're doing things that are adding adult stress and adult emotions to your children, then you have to you have to get better. You have to stop that. You have to figure it out and get yourself under a little bit more control. And if you're like, oh man, that's what I've been doing for like the past six months, don't beat yourself up about it because I've been there. But you got to change now. You got to figure out it right now. So the spectrum, you can take some control back. Above all else, you protect your kids from adult stuff. And just remember, it gets better. The longer that you are in this season, the more that you heal, the more that you move forward, you will get better at handling this and dealing this and don't for, and dealing with it. And don't forget, be confident in your role in your kids' lives. You are their mom. Like, <laughs> there's going to be people that are going to come into their life and they're going to like them. They're going to love them. They're going to think they're fun and awesome. But that doesn't mean that they love you less. That doesn't mean that just because she makes chicken pasta better and they wish they were eating dinner over there, that they don't like your cooking or they wish she was their mom and not you. No, be confident in who you are and the love that you have for your children. And don't ever forget that just because if your kids start loving someone else, it doesn't mean that they love you less because you're their mom and nothing is ever going to change that. All right, guys, thanks for listening.